listening to Sports Radio Detroit. Welcome back to Grave Discussions. We are here with episode number 23, The Devil is a Boy. Yes, yes it is. And who are you? I am Barnabas. And I am Samael. And real quick, we just kind of wanted to apologize for the delay in our episodes. Um, Life happened and, you know... That's, that's just how it is sometimes, so I can't do anything about it. But we are back, and I'm really pumped for this episode. Yeah, bro, I've, I've, been, I've been excited to get back into the groove, man. Like, I just yeah. I just found out about something recently. I mean, I've I've seen it in, like, the Hulu, like, feed, you know, like, stuff you might like. And, like, it matched me up yeah. to, to this, but I never took a look at it until, like, you even mentioned it. And I was just like, damn it, now I'm hooked on Stand Against Evil. I'm hooked again <laughs> on Ash. Like, I'm about to get hooked yeah. on Ash vs. Evil Dead now, and now on Castle Rock. Yeah. Hey, man, I just know what you like, you know? Because I yeah. like the same things. So I mean, when I see something cool, I'm like, Yo. I mean, anything Stephen King is, yeah. is gold. I don't care what anyone says. Any yeah. any critique there is of him, he's a fucking master. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And, uh, yeah, I was super pumped for Castle Rock. I mean, we talked about it before. Yes. And um, even from then, I was like, oh, this looks pretty cool. But honestly, the trailer and I feel like the actual show, I don't feel like they matched up because the trailer kind of looked like way more, I don't know, like action packed almost. But that's just how trailers are. But I I really like the show and we're going to definitely get like more in depth on it. I can't wait to like, I'm, I'm glad like I just found out about it when it's starting, not when it's like three seasons into it. Like when I found out about that one show, Damien, you know, like. Oh, and, then, yeah. and then it got canceled and i was just like there was also a show called uh salem that, oh, that was yeah, out yeah, for a minute yeah. then i heard it was good and then it just got it just ended and okay I, was it good though i i, I want to find it i can't find it anywhere You'd you prob- know what I, I think it's on netflix no i've I seen it on there before is it yeah i think so you just have to like search for it but yeah i think so i don't know but they like revealed like it was pretty cool they had like a devil in there yeah and he had the name Samuel, so I was oh, like, that, nice. "That's pretty dope." And like, yeah, but the whole show is about witches, right? Yeah, like yeah. it's a, like just about like real witches, like yeah, that's pretty cool. I, I think we, I think I'm gonna try to check that out, and may, maybe in the future, if it's good enough, if it's good at all, we yeah. could discuss these like little horror horror shows that kind of like had their flops, but like yeah, I think with like I don't know, I think I if mean, they target the right audience with their like marketing instead of just throwing it on Instagram like feeds, yeah. you know, like. You know what show actually did that really good? And I don't want to get too in- into this, but, mm-hmm. you know, I just want to say, like, I think True Blood did that really good. Yeah. Because they hardcore marketed it to, like, as basically a Twilight-type show, just, like, more edgy, kind of, and not so, like, emo. And Vampire Diaries and was, it. like, super emo. Like, yeah. I, I hated all that shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> I hated it so much. But True Blood was actually pretty good. I actually watched the entire show, but it was definitely marketed more toward, like, you know, middle-aged w- white women, kind of. <laughs> You know, because it was yeah, kind of like a, ro- really, a romance yeah. sort of thing. Oh, boy. Anyway. And, <laughs> anyway, let's get the show on the road Fuck. with the news for you guys. The first bit of news here has to do with a uh, brand new anthology series called Eli Roth's History of Horror. This sounds dope. Yeah. First of all, I think, Eli- okay, Hostel was definitely not like a game changer, but it was important for horror. I think Eli Roth is definitely a genius in the genre and I like any anthology series. So like the mixture is pretty cool. I just like that. He's going to be discussing like horror at its yeah. roots and like the pioneers of it. It says he's going to be discussing Jamie Lee Curtis, Robert England, Linda yeah. Blair, I mean, even Jordan Peele's on there, I guess because of get out, you know, I yeah, it yeah, had totally. a big, had a big impact. Quentin Tarantino, even Stephen, Stephen King, Stephen King is like man himself. Yeah, man. Like it, Robert England, it this I mean I I want to hear this because you know I'm a fucking I'm a nerd for horror documentaries. Yeah. I just started uh on uh 
Amazon Prime 50 horror movies you've never heard of. Oh, yeah. And I've heard of all of them. (laughs) Of course. You know, like so far. So Since we've been doing this, we are like discovering way more obscure shit. Which is yeah, great. I mean, it's obscure shit I used to see at, like, the video store. Yeah. But, like, you could never get a handle on it because, like, someone rented the tape and they never got it yeah. back. So, you're always like, I wonder what that movie was. And sometimes yeah, it's... It was, yeah. Honestly, I'd, even if the movie's bad, like, Final Exam, like, I do not regret watching it because, like... Yeah. It's, it's just... I don't feel like I wasted my time because, like, it's just an... At least I know it's out there, you know? <laughs> it's, like, nostalgia. Offerings yeah. was pretty terrible. Did I ever I let that, you... Yeah. Did I ever give you that Blu-ray? No, but I've heard... <laughs> Like, I watched it again, like, because it was on YouTube for oh, free, man. like, and, oh, yeah. boy, <laughs> oh, boy, we've, we've come a long way in, right. uh, in terms of, like, how, how, how great we can act, you know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, yeah, but, yeah, all the, all that, oh, man, anyway, <laughs> Eli Roth's uh, History of Horror is set to come out Sunday, October 14th at midnight, so this is kind of a two-part news announcement, because the next uh show that we have here also premieres around halloween time so it's perfect and this one is uh netflix's chilling adventures of sabrina remember this one we talked about it this one seems cool it's a more dark kind of mature uh reimagining of sabrina the teenage witch basically and it's supposed to be like really like fucking crazy and like graphic and and stuff like that so um, that is premiering October 26th only on Netflix. So be on the lookout for that one. Um, next up, we've got quite a bit of news, so we're going to try to kind of run through it. Um, I don't think you watched the first movie of this, but Train to Busan. Is a no, I didn't want I, I'm, I gave up. Like I'm going to be honest with you. I gave up on zombie movies. I feel you, but this one is, is actually really good. It's getting a lot more uh, attention recently. Like on Facebook, even I see... A lot more people talking about this movie now. But um, it was a zombie movie. I think Korean, I believe. Um, But I really liked it. There's going to be a sequel coming out. And um, a lot of stuff is under wraps. Like, it was just announced. So um, they're going to be shooting it, hopefully, pretty soon. And it's going to be called Peninsula. Um, So it's probably not going to be on a train again. Which is basically the whole, like, setting of the first movie. But, um, you know, we're going to see. It look, sounds like it might be on an island or something. I don't know. Uh, so be on the lookout for that one. Next up, this kind of sucks. This makes me mad. I just read it. Yeah. So. The fuck, bro? The fucking. <laughs> you couldn't break this to me? Like, you could have just you could have just texted me this shit? <laughs> the fucking monsters of the film industry. Oh. Disney. <laughs> God. <clears throat> You, I, I hate them so much. Yeah, Disney you, anti, you, you anti-Semitic <laughs> bastards. So Disney recently acquired 20th Century Fox. If you didn't know, now you know, but it's like been on the, in the news for a you know, while now. Jeez, bro. And they are considering shutting down 20th Century Fox. And um, they're, they're probably going to keep some things. Like mainly they um, got them. Because, you know, they own Marvel, but they didn't own, like, certain franchises like the X-Men. So now they have the X-Men and they can, like, branch out the Marvel movies further and stuff. And uh, Avatar as well, they're going to probably keep because that's a cash cow. But all of, like, the, the horror-type movies and all that kind of shit, all those franchises, they might just go away. So, like, Alien, Predator, so many good horror movies. Bro, this gave me, like, really bad anxiety. <laughs> yeah, the horror all those good horror movies owned by uh 20th century fox could just like go away i mean you probably unless, still unless see they them sell the rights but like they said it's unlikely yeah i don't know like i don't know if disney would allow that fuck that give that probably to, not give the rights for net for fucking alien and predator to netflix yeah yeah i totally agree i mean i think netflix could put up a good deal dude they have amazon money. prime look imagine yeah, netflix is like the most fucking like wealthy I mean, actually I don't know, amazon prime is because you know amazon yeah. amazon's rich as fuck so yeah give yeah. it to amazon prime I'm like sure. he's literally like jeff bezos or whatever his name is is like literally the most wealthy man in the world i think yeah right now so i don't, I don't know correct me if i'm wrong on that i'm probably wrong but i think so and he's he loaded up the ass so he could fucking buy it but um i don't know anyway nobody really knows what it means yet because it hasn't happened but it's you know in consideration but, you know, I don't know if we'll lose those movies on, like, streaming services, possibly. 
because we don't really see Disney movies on a lot of other. That's true. You know, streaming services, but I don't know. All I'm going to say is if you're scared, go buy up your Blu-rays and shit like that now. Oh, dude, they're going to be a fucking yeah. rarity. Yeah, for real. Like, fucking, oh, dude, you have the Alien box set? That's crazy. They stopped making that in the yo, year 2007, yo, you know, week, 19 or whatever. This weekend, I'm about to go grab, like, a few Alien movies because yeah. I've never... I have the first two. I haven't watched them since I was, like, very, very young. Yeah. I, re- I watched Predator oh, so 1 good. and 2 and... Yeah. I haven't rewatched great. Alien or Predator since I watched them the first time. I think 20th Century Fox has the Ninth Gate as well. Remember that one with Johnny yeah. Depp? That was a good one. All those that movies, one was bro. fucking weird. Yeah. But anyway, just stay tuned for more potential Disney announcements. Um, I will see what happens with that. Hopefully, they they can keep all that stuff. But I don't know. This next bit of news should actually cheer you up, though, because it involves a documentary. Okay. And Friday the 13th. No. But guess which Friday the 13th? The fourth one. Jason Goes to Hell. Oh, really? Yeah. So there's a new documentary coming out for uh, Jason Goes to Hell called The Dark Heart of Jason Voorhees, The Making of the Final Friday. When is this being released? It is in the works. And it's going to be directed by Nick Hunt and produced by Jason Goes to Hell director Adam Marcus. And it's just going to be like an in-depth look on like why the movie was made, how it was made, how it affected the director and shit like that. And like how it affected horror really in general. And there's a cool new poster out um, that's featuring none other yeah, than I was the just Freddy glove. And it's got a metal Jason mask, which is sweet. They're probably going to, uh, you know, dwell into that. Like, you know, like yeah. about uh, the Freddy appearance and then the Necronomicon. I can't wait to hear like what the fuck the whole deal yeah. was with that shit. Yeah, I hope they explain it, um, you know, because the movie, the, the documentary is probably going to have like archival footage and shit like that. So I don't know who's going to be interviewed, like Robert Englund might be interviewed, which would be cool. Um, so we'll see. But th- I think that's really exciting. And that's going to be on like my radar for sure. So, yep. Be on the lookout for the dark heart of Jason Voorhees, the making of the final Friday. Next up, I'm just going to run through some trailer announcements for you guys. There's been a lot of stuff since our last episode, but I just picked out some of the more like relevant stuff. So the first one is for the Netflix animated series Castlevania. Oh, shit. There's a new trailer out for season two. Oh, I, I saw it on on my feed, but I wasn't... Uh, I don't it's know. actually really good. Is it? Yeah. It's really short, though. It's only like six episodes for uh, season one or something. I don't know, like half an hour each. But, oh, that's not bad. But they're really cool. So you could like breeze through it in a night if you wanted to. And uh, yeah, they're actually good. I like them. Like there's a there's a good bit of like the video game in there, you know, because yeah. all the action and stuff, like all the magic and shit like that is like very video game. As long as it's not Simon's Quest, we're good. <laughs> yeah, no. That game was fucking shit. It's, it's pretty good. Um so be on the lookout for that. I actually didn't watch the trailer for season two, but I'm pretty pumped about it. And I think that's coming out around Halloween as well. So that's pretty cool. The next uh, trailer up is for a movie called Heretics. Now, this movie is kind of like a period horror movie. It actually kind of reminded me of The Nun because it's at like a convent or something like that. And uh, this girl who gets saved from execution basically joins this convent or whatever it is and basically just weird shit starts happening like ghosts spirits whatever or like demons are in this convent and they're like freaking out all the all the you know girls there and like they have those fucking you know in the <laughs> you know in like a uh, porn and shit like those girl like those lights that are like circular oh yeah 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 those, <laughs> okay not that we know that for reasons yeah but, i've <laughs> never been on the set of a fucking yeah, no, I mean, yeah. <laughs> but you know what I'm talking about? Like their eyes look like that for some reason. Yeah. I don't know why it's fucking weird, but um, it it looks like it might be okay. Um, I just hope that they don't rely on jump scares too much, but it actually didn't really look like that. So I'm kind of excited about it. The next uh, trailer is about a film called Lizzie coming out um, starring Chloe Savini and none other than Kristen Stewart, the new indie darling herself. So I'm actually kind of excited about that one. Um, and basically it's uh, another Lizzie Borden movie. 
Oh, God. They yeah. already have one on Netflix. I know. Yeah, with Christina Ritchie, which was actually pretty good. But this one's, you know, kind of more in like that A24 style, like that really slow burn. And, you know, there's just like a couple crazy ass scenes and shit like that, which is fine. Because um, it kind of feels like they're going to try to explore like Lizzie Borden like a lot because it shows her in like a lesbian relationship with Kristen Stewart's character. Oh, they're trying to add some substance yeah. to her, huh? Yeah. So we'll see. I don't know. It looks like it might be okay. I like Kristen Stewart lately and like all the indie stuff she's done. So I'm pretty excited to, uh, to see her performance in that. And then the last trailer we have is Slaughterhouse Rules. And this is actually a horror comedy starring uh, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. I'm always into horror comedies. When yeah. Is this already... It's, it's coming out. Um, I don't know when, but I think in the UK around Halloween or something as well. Oh, shit. Yeah, but it actually looks pretty funny. My phone is completely funny. fucking froze. <laughs> really? Oof. What happened? No fucking clue. <laughs> That's weird. Anyway. <laughs> I was trying to download Bloody Disgusting and my phone yeah. was just like... Oh, shit. It wah, fucked you wah. up, yeah. It's that <laughs> Bloody Disgusting app curse. I don't sure. Know. But anyway, no, I think Slaughterhouse I Rules. Piece of shit. Probably, yeah. <laughs> um, it, it, it's starring Simon Pegg and Nick Frost of uh, Shaun of the Dead and at the World's End fame. And I like those guys. I think they're funny. Oh, yeah. You know, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Shaun that's, of the Dead. Yeah. Work, yeah. Classic. So they're in this. Um, there's actually a couple of really talented actors and actresses, but it's a horror comedy. It takes place at like um, basically like a Hogwarts type school. And this like sinkhole opens up in the earth in the woods and this, like releases these monsters and shit. And then they have to like, you know, of course, like fight them and escape and stuff. But it's, it's it looks pretty funny. So I'm kind of excited about that one. Uh, but yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's about time that we move into our very first segment of the episode. None other than the cult corner. Ooh, I'm happy about this one. Yeah? I, I knew you would be. Halloween 2. 1981. Yeah. Not the piece of shit released by Rob Zombie. No. <laughs> this one directed by Rick Rosenthal. Yes, because Carpenter didn't want to do yeah. a sequel. Like, for him it was, like, done, but he's like, let's see what this guy can do with it. Yeah. I think that's what they're going to really try to do with the Myers franchise after this new one, but we'll... We'll see, but this 1981 movie, like, this was, like, one of my favorite horror movies ever, like, along with the first one. Like, those two are a yeah. duo to me, like, even though, you know, a different guy played the shape in the second one than in the first one. The second one, he's a little bit smaller, like, like chubbier, so he fills out yeah. the suit more. He looks a little bit more menacing, because, like, he stretches out the mask, and, mm-hmm. like, the hair looks more dirty. Like, he looks like he has some bullet damage from the first movie. Like, yeah. But I like in this one, he's, like, a lot more, like... Like, you get to see how, like, fucked up Myers is. Like, yeah. with all the random deaths that occur at the hospital. The one with the hammer and the security oh, yeah, guard. Yeah, that, that scared yeah. the shit out of me when I was a kid. Even to this day, like... That was the one with the nurse where he, like, put her up against the wall and shit, too, right? Yeah. Yeah, that part was pretty crazy. No, and he lifted her into the air. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. With the fucking scalpel. Like, yeah. And then he had the infamous chase scene with Laurie throughout the hospital where she's just trying mm-hmm. to get away from him and Loomis shoots him again. He slices a fucking cop's throat. Oh, yeah, by the way, if you haven't seen this movie, spoiler alert. So we're going to be talking about it a lot. Wow, I, I feel like I hope everybody has seen this movie. Like, the, I would be disappointed if they didn't. The shape seems a little different in this movie. He's walking a lot slower than in the first one. He's walking a little bit more robotic. I think it's because mm-hmm. of the injuries he suffered at the end of the first movie. Yeah. So. I like how they, you know, like move that over to part two. Yeah, like they... Like, even at the beginning of the movie, it's the end of the first movie where he gets mm-hmm. shot. But, like, it's like an Easter egg. Like, he gets shot off the back porch originally. But when they film the scene they at the second one, he, you see him, like, walk up a ramp and he falls off, like, the 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 front balcony. Even yeah. though, you know, like, if you knew, like, the, the house and how it was set up, you'd know, like, hey, that's not right. You know, like, yeah. but for the retake, like, he, for no reason, they had another guy fall off the balcony, like. Yeah, I didn't really notice like that, but you know, like Evil Dead Two, I noticed that it was different, but I, I didn't really notice that for Halloween Two. But that's interesting. For I sure. mean, when you think about it, it's kind of it's not surprising that he survived because, like, if he's like crazy and he just got shot six mm-hmm. times, the balcony yeah. wasn't that high. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know, man. 
But I, yeah, I just like how they transitioned like him over from the movie. You know, like you can tell he was kind of injured. Yeah. A little bit, you know, but he, he's he still like, like right, went to the hospital and shit. My favorite scene is right off, like right off the bat at the beginning of the movie, like where he goes into this old lady's house and steals a knife off her fucking kitchen and yeah. just leaves. And like she sees her knife's missing. She starts screaming. Ah! And then you see yeah. Michael walking up to another house where a teenage girl is. And then he, you know, sneaks into her house while she's talking to her friend. Her friend's like, did you hear about that maniac that escaped? And, like, all of a sudden he just walks through her front door, sneaks off to the side, kills her. I really like this movie. Like, I felt like, Mm -hmm. I felt like as a duo, Halloween 1 and Halloween 2, like, like, for me, at least, they feel inseparable. But now that they're releasing this new one, which is a sequel to the first one, I think this new one should have been a sequel to the second one. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, like it would go like Halloween, Halloween 2 from 1981, then this. Yeah. Yeah, but see, they're trying to play it off to where um, he's not her brother or whatever. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, so it's kind of a different mythos a little bit. Yeah, it really is. Even in the movie movie trailer, it was like an Easter egg. It's like, no, it's not her brother. It's something people made up. Right, right, right. Yeah, people had to like actually catch that. Because like John Carpenter made that up while he was drunk. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. He was like drinking. He was drinking to like come up with like a, with new ideas, and he's like, "Lori's Michael's sister." Damn, damn. You know, okay. This is unrelated, but um, I watched another John Carpenter movie recently that I really liked. That was uh, in the Mouth of Madness. Oh, remember that? Have you ever seen that? I've heard. It's of actually it. really Isn't good. It like his first like. No, this was in like 1995 was or something. Okay. Yeah, but I was, think- I was th- I'm thinking of a different movie. Yeah, but it was it was great. It had Sam Neill and just watch it but anyway i wanted to mention that because i just wanted to like say how um crazy good john carpenter is yeah he's really good like i don't know like he said he came up with this michael idea after he visited like a mental institution i mean i can totally see that yeah (laughs) i mean he's there's something wrong with him he said some guy stared at him and it was like none like not like a stare he hasn't seen before and that's how he he met the real michael myers yeah that was his inspiration for michael that guy Like, this is what he thought that guy was capable of, just being just... Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess the whole original mythos, like, at least behind the first one, is Michael Myers is just evil. Like, yeah. he's like a force of nature. Like, and, evil incarnate. And, that, and that's about it, yeah. yeah. Like, there was no, like, like part six, part four, five, and six took it to the next thing when they started with that cult bullshit in the right, fifth yeah. in the fifth one. That shit didn't even start till the fifth one, and then the, that kind of ruined it, and then five and six were just thrown out, and then yeah. out came H2O, but... Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe Halloween two shouldn't have been made either, but we, we would have been missing such a great fucking movie. Like yeah, it was just super great. suspenseful. Like you never mm-hmm. knew where the fuck he was, and if you knew he was lurking in the hospital, you were wondering if who's gonna walk into the room and get it next. Like yeah. where is he? Like you know, you know what I really like though. Speaking of the hospital, I like that it all took place in this like one building, really, pretty much. You know? Yeah, I really like those kind of movies. Yeah, because it. I don't know. Like obviously in um fucking Haddonfield or whatever. Like. You know, it's a small town, so I like those kind of slasher movies as me well. Too, but me too. it's so open, you know. So like, there's all this stalking stuff, which is creepy and great, but it doesn't really make you feel like. Because when you feel like claustrophobic while you're watching like a slasher movie, yeah, it's great. That's why like the end part of Halloween, like just in the house, is fucking phenomenal, you know. But the, and the rest of the movie is kind of like just this, like adventure more so. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's really leading up to that stuff. But when the whole movie just takes place in this, like, one isolated building, like, I think that's pretty cool. Because he's literally just going, like, room to room, like, killing people and shit. Yeah. And I just, I don't know, I just really like that. I think it has, like, this cool element. When I was little, I used to see Halloween 1 and 2 as one movie. And that the ending of part, like, you know, part 1 had its climax. But I don't think that was the real climax. Like, I think part 2 was, like... If if you see Halloween one and two as one movie, I see the like near the ending of Halloween two as the climax when Michael cuts mm-hmm. that that sheriff's throat and he he goes after Loomis and Laurie in that room with all the oxygen tanks. Yeah, that was like the whole like deciding factor of what's gonna happen. And she shot him in the eyes and started bleeding. I had that mask, yeah. a, rep- a replica of the bleeding. Dick, oh, I remember yeah. Dick Warlock mask. Yeah, the Dick Warlock himself. Yeah, that movie's crazy. I mean, all the kills were pretty cool. Um, the setting was awesome. The pacing and everything was really well. I mean, I think, the, you know, Rick Rosenthal actually did like a really good job with it because it really feels like Carpenter. Yeah. In my opinion. 
And uh, well, the second one had a little really bit responsible. The second one had a little bit too much brutality for me to call it like sure. carpenter esque, you know, because it had blood. It had like the and yeah. I think that's the thing that separates his, his stuff is more like mind fucking, you know. It's because like there's yeah, it can be like graphic his, kind of and shit, but his carpenter scariness wasn't in like the blood and all that stuff. His scariness is in like the this is happening to a regular person, yeah, by another person. Like that's. And he's just playing with these people. He's following them, dropping shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, nothing compares to Halloween 1 to me. Like, that's my yeah. favorite horror movie of all time. Yeah. But the second one comes very close, though. Halloween yeah. 1 just had that feel like, yo, something's not right. Part 2, we know. Well, we know it's a slasher like, movie. Yeah. But, like, in the first one, you know, like, we know, like, the characters that Michael's going after, they don't know, like, the dangers there. Yeah. Like, in the first one, we don't even know if he's going to, like, kill people until he, like, first... Ki- Who's the first person he kills? Was it Bob? In part two? Like, out of the teenagers. Yeah, he kills Bob. Um, and he kills... Yeah. And he kills... Uh, no, no, I think he killed Annie first. And then Bob. Mm-hmm. He cut her Annie's throat in the car. Then Bob. Then Linda. It's been a little while since I've watched this, so I don't remember, like, the order that much. I know, like, the nurse kill was, like, a little later, I think. Or, like, midway kill. through the movie or something like that. Yeah, where he, like, picked, he like lifts her against that was, the wall. That was, a, that was when the chase with Jamie Lee Curtis started. Yeah, that was, like, right at the right before, like, the very final climax. Okay, yeah. So, like, almost three-quarters of the way in yeah, or something like exactly. that. exactly. Okay, so, so yeah, like, I don't know. That's I when mean, Laurie was just limping around the hospital. Yeah. Yeah, like, it's, it's been a little while since I've seen it, but, yeah, something like that. But, I mean, yeah, I thought all the all the kills and everything were really cool I, yeah I, I just really liked the movie a lot yeah i mean i play i play halloween one and two mm-hmm. here's my order every halloween i'll play i'll watch halloween one halloween two then halloween four yeah if i got time play halloween five and then just for shits and giggles i'll either play resurrection or like rob zombies first one sure yeah that's fair like it's a michael myers a thon at my house yeah. on halloween nothing else that's great I usually watch, I usually pick out like 10 movies or something like that that I want to watch because I'll usually watch them like for maybe like three days or something. You yeah. Know? Like leading up to Halloween and on Halloween and shit. I watch a bunch of or movies. I like have a whole before. week or whatever. Yeah. Just to, like, it feels weird watching, like I don't watch Jason movies on Friday, the, I mean on uh, uh, yeah. on Halloween, you know, like it's, it has to be oh, Michael because like no jason movie was really on halloween because you know friday oh, the 13th fair. yeah so. i mean i don't play movies that are just on halloween or whatever i mean i, I know those, those play I like feel, everything i honestly one that's become a tradition for me is trick-or-treat oh yeah dude i've watched that's trick or treat definitely all the time. like that's this that is like the listen besides halloween that's mm. the very second movie like yeah like that that's like the best halloween movie ever like, I, I would agree with that it's yeah. halloween and trick-or-treat trick-or-treat is awesome Oh, so much nostalgia. I know. <laughs> I swear, I look back at this and I just feel like I'm old, like the time just flying by. Yeah, dude, fucking damn. I mean, yeah, tr- even Trick or Treat. That was 2007. Like, yeah. I was like fucking 11 years ago. <laughs> it's crazy. And like for me, every time I think 2007, I think for some reason like three years ago. Like, yeah, right. But it's not. It's weird. No, it's not at all. But I don't know, man. I think these, like, these move like, I think the thing about Halloween 2 Mm-hmm. It's like you could make that like super modern. Like I think it withstands the test of time. Oh yeah, for sure. Because it wasn't cheesy. No, not at all. I mean, yeah, I could definitely see it. I mean, you know, slasher movies are in a weird place right now, but it totally would make. I sense really, for I me. really hope that this Halloween movie catapults the slasher genre. Like I at hope least, so. at least, like I hope we get like. Look, I didn't like the remake of Nightmare on Elm Street, but <laughs> I'm really hoping they make another Freddy movie soon. Yeah, you know? I mean, I hope so too. I, I just really don't want hope. it. I just don't want it to be like in that same type of mindset i guess that the remake was in because it just didn't make any sense to me you know what i want i didn't need to do freddy like i want a new hellraiser movie but i don't want netflix to make i want it to go like be in theaters so it's like oh that'd be cool you know what i'm saying maybe bloomhouse takes oh it's been a long ass time since there's been a hellraiser movie in theaters bloomraiser should take a fucking bloomhouse yeah they should take the fucking did i say (laughs) bloomraiser he said (laughs) bloomraiser that could be the name of the movie (laughs) bloomraiser it would be honestly because you can tell a Bloomhouse movie like easy. I'm glad they're like keeping Chucky alive though. But all these old, yeah, all yeah. these icons need to stay alive, bro. Like I hope so. Like in some way or another. Yeah, this fucking Jason lawsuit better get settled like real quick 
so we can have Jason. They back. owe me my skin for si- for fucking Uber Jason from <laughs> Jason X. They promised us that. Yeah. And now because this lawsuit, I can't get my Uber Jason. That sucks, man. I still play Friday the Thirteenth. Oh yeah, it's it's a good game. And Dead by Daylight because Myers and Freddy and yeah, the chick from Saw and I hope they do put face. Chucky in. That would be cool. Or like some kind of doll, you know? Yeah, it would be creepy. Yeah, because like, you like, wouldn't see it coming. Just like a small fucking teddy bear. The, the the pig thing. Did from you see the clown? Like doesn't count. Yeah, I saw the clown. The clown's dope. Yeah, I haven't seen him like played, but anyway. But anyway, any final thoughts on Halloween two? My thought, my final thought is, on uh, trust me, this Halloween, what you're gonna do if you're an adult, <laughs> meaning you don't party, you know, you're an adult, so you, yeah. you go to Party City, you get yourself eight different kinds of candy, like half a pound each. Ooh. You go back to your house. Chill in your living room, Put pull mm-hmm. the shades down, turn the lights off, pop in Halloween 1 when you get done, pop in Halloween 2. Mm-hmm. When you get done, pop in Halloween 4. Perfect. When you get done, pop in Trick or Treat. Yeah. And have a good night. That sounds awesome. Yeah, because yeah. like, I want to be watching a movie when it's like midnight on Halloween. You know, I want yeah. it to like transition. Oh, I don't sleep. Halloween. I don't, on Halloween, I don't sleep till like 5, 6 in yeah. the morning. Uh, if it's, especially if it's a w- fucking weekend... Yeah, I'm just dude. watching horror movies. I want to just get obese from eating candy. <laughs> yeah, like that's that's why. Like that's I think that's why Michael Myers. I love it so much because like it reminds me like. Yeah. I mean, it's just Halloween, the best holiday of all time. Yeah, I mean, and, and you know what the weird part is like. Obviously, it takes place like on Halloween, but other than that, like there aren't like pumpkins like all over the place necessarily. I mean, for some of the that's movie, the thing yeah, I like but... about the Myers movies though, because like most of them have like pumpkins. It's really yeah. festive. Like for me, if the if if I my favorite season is fall, my favorite oh, fucking yeah, holiday is Halloween. Of course, you know, like October is like the best month of all time. Yeah. I guess where I was going with that was just like it's weird to see a guy in a William Shatner mask. Yeah, and it was associated just a, with Halloween. You know? It was just a Shatner <laughs> mask that had the eye holes like opened. Yeah, it had the hair ripped off, and then they just rehaired it and repainted it, and that was it. Yeah. They just opened the eye holes. If you gave me a Captain Kirk, funny. if you give me a Captain Kirk mask, if you find one, I can uh-huh. convert it to a Myers mask for Ooh. you. Yeah, we'll see. I did my own work with my. I have the replicas of the the, saw, yeah. the part one one and the part two one with yeah. the bloody eyes. Like that's sweet. Alan has the <laughs> the bloody eyes one. Oh yeah, I might ask him to send me a photo. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I'd love to see it. But uh, yeah, I mean, I pretty much agree with all of that. Like I said, it's been a little while since I've seen it, but I always like I, I watch this movie a lot. Cause I really like it. The yeah. hospital setting is like really cool. I love it. Bro. The soundtrack obviously is this fantastic. Like, Halloween was a five out of five for me. This one's like four point five out of five. Yeah, I would even maybe give it a five out of five. I mean, it kind of feels like one film. Like you I said, have a so very I mean, strong. Emo- I, I have a very strong emotional attachment to this movie. I swear to God, if you said three billion dollars <laughs> to never watch Hallow- the Halloween series again, I would say keep your fucking money. Yeah, <laughs> I swear I'm not even joking. Bring bring, bring me three billion. I'll reject I you. would take it and I'd still watch like one movie like the first Halloween because I'd be like you said franchise not single movie yeah that's true you son of a bitch <laughs> loopholes loopholes so anyway we're gonna move on from one great horror franchise to a bunch of great horror franchises but in particular one phenomenal legendary horror really content producer I don't know author producer Stephen King and we're going to talk about Hulu's Castle Rock. Oh my god, bro. I'm so happy you showed me this because yeah. and like I said, I'm really happy you showed me right when the series started. Like a oh, n- yeah, new yeah. episode just came out and I'm only two ep- one episode behind. Yeah. So season or well, season 1 episode 6 came out today. It comes out every Wednesday and it's a weekly show. And I actually like that it's weekly. Uh but episode 6 came out today. And I think it's supposed to be like a 10 episode season, if I'm not mistaken, or something like that. But yeah, it's still like really like early on in the show's life, basically, because they released the first three episodes first. And then, you know, so four or five and now six were like the weekly episodes after it premiered. Yeah. But I mean, every Wednesday. Yeah. A lot has happened. I'm really digging the show a lot. I'm really digging the. Oh my god, the score. The oh, score. Dude, the sound design is like phenomenal. Oh my god, 10 out of 10 for like the fucking... Yeah. It, this show is fucking eerie. Yeah, it really is, yeah. But it's like super suspenseful. I'm in episode 5 and I still don't know what the fuck is going on. 
Yeah, the, the thing I like about this show a lot is that, well, first of all, if you're not really sure what Castle Rock is, just be aware we might have some spoilers and stuff like that. But um, basically, it's a show that takes place in the world in the universe of Stephen King, and it takes place in this town, Castle Rock, Maine, and Castle Rock is the setting of many of his works a lot of his novels like needful things um i think stand by me takes place in castle rock too i could be wrong about that though but there's like multiple stories that take place in castle rock and you know they're all kind of like interwoven like pretty much all of his work is like you'll see mentions of pennywise or like you know characters from like the stand and shit like that and like other novels yeah there's like recurring names like, yeah i i just noticed that today after i got to episode four i'm like they use a lot of names yeah they use a lot of so names. castle rock because it contains like all these stories it's a very like interconnected show there's a lot of uh like stephen king easter eggs and things like that you know and like they might actually have like relevance you know like things yeah. from those universes in castle rock uh so i i think it's really cool because we're kind of seeing a lot of different like Stephen King things. Like there's Easter eggs for Stand By Me, Cujo. Um, I mean, the show takes place at like Shawshank Prison. Yeah, dude. So like Shawshank. It's, it's all like in the same universe, I yeah. think. Either that or it's like inspired by even, like the universe and it is also in the universe. No, like, I think they are actually in it because like even uh, uh, from The Shining, like all those characters, the Outlook Hotel, like that's all in Castle Rock, the show. Like for real, so... I'm gonna yeah, start I think writing, all this stuff is I'm gonna start writing horror novels. Stephen King oh, yeah. is gonna be my inspiration. Oh, dude, like he's just a he's just a genius. I'm and serious. This show is definitely a really smart show because it really is. It's kind of slow, a little bit. Like at least the first three episodes, I feel like are pretty slow, and then it like really starts picking up. But it's all about the mystery. It's all about the characters that are affected by all the stuff that goes on. Because Castle Rock is just like this really weird town. And basically, the story revolves around and, uh, this one character in particular, played by Bill Skarsgård, none other than Pennywise himself. Yeah, that's weird. And basically, you're not sure like who he is or what he is, but it all seems to take place around him. And uh, there's this guy, Henry Deaver, portrayed by Andre Holland, uh, who is like a a criminal defense lawyer like he represents death row inmates and they find this guy but portrayed by Bill Skarsgård in like a cage in some like weird room in this prison and he says Henry Deaver's name so they call for him and he comes to like represent him but basically all this weird shit happens yeah and wherever the the, the kid goes like mm. like really bad things happen yeah basically so even like now we're not sure like what he is or who he is but it's very creepy so there's like a lot of unanswered questions in the show um all the characters have like their own interesting kind of like subplot going on and um you know there's a lot of really cool easter eggs i just really like it like it's very suspenseful it's intelligent you know there's like a good mystery like it makes you want to watch the next episode so like maybe you'll know what's going on kind of like it's that kind of show you know so i'm really digging it like a lot so far yes man yes yeah. like it's kind of like some of the scenes like take too long like one of the characters will be like surprised yeah. and there'll be creepy music for a long time they'll be just looking around and it'll cut to a next scene but like other than that like i mean i haven't really not too many downs about the show like the acting's really really good mm -hmm. phenomenal yeah uh, uh the mystery is just like fucking really really a mystery man like, yeah it's it's one of those like more kind of subdued stephen king stories because it's not i mean it does seem to be supernatural in nature but it's not like fucking monsters and you know like magic and all the like vampires and all this crazy shit like you're not really sure what's going on but there seems to be a lot of kind of human elements to it um a lot of very personal like drama but then like there's something weird like what i think is affecting henry and the girl molly uh is probably the shining yeah right like they have that ability they call it something different in the show but like i don't know i think that's kind of what it is and then 
the one girl, I don't know if you got to the scene yet, so I'm sorry if I'm spoiling it, but the, the chick that, um, was the girl from evil dead her. I don't know if you know who I'm talking about, but she's in the show. Like the one she, that kept asking if he really did it. Is that the one? I, you're I about? think so. Maybe it's like the blonde girl. Yeah. With the short hair kind of. Yeah. She was the same girl from evil dead, the remake. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, she mentions that she had an uncle that like killed his, uh, wife and, and son or whatever at a hotel. Oh shit. The shining. Yeah. Cause her name is Jackie Torrance in the show. Torrance. So, oh, man. uh, but she says like, no, nah, I don't know. But anyway, there's that kind of scene. So I think it might be the shining that they have. So there's like that supernatural element and then whatever the fuck Bill Skarsgård's character is. Yeah, I don't know what he is. But yeah, it's a very like human show, so I kind of like that. But I kind of almost wish that there was just more action to it in, in some scenes. But I think that's really like my only only real criticism. And it looks like super gloomy, so I don't know if I like that or not. I like that. I really like the I like, do gloomy atmosphere, bro. Like yeah. this show is just fucking depressing. and like It really is. And it's it's really emotion invoking, you know. Like mm-hmm. I was, <laughs> like that that scene we just watched really didn't make me feel really good at all. No, like, yeah, definitely not. Season or um, episode five, there's a really crazy scene <laughs> with Bill Skarsgård's character, and it's super creepy and like just he really even fucked do up. Anything. Yeah. So if you've seen it, you know what we're talking about. Uh, but that that was like one of my favorite scenes. It was so far that's really one of the effective. Most crazy fucking things I've seen. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I like it because even that scene kind of illustrates that I think what it kind of is about is like people having not like really secrets, maybe secrets. I think those are definitely like a big part of the show, but just having like these repressed feelings and like not saying things that they should say to to people around them. Yeah. Like, I think that's kind of a big theme in it because we see a lot of that. And it's, like, steadily becoming, like, more apparent, you know? They keep talking about the fifth trumpet, and then, like, I noticed Bill Skarsgård character asked Henry Deaver, do you hear it? I think he meant the trumpets. And, you know, biblically, what happens when the fifth trumpet gets blown is the fucking, the angel Abaddon, who's the king of the locusts, Mm -hmm. opens the bottomless pit. Yeah. Like, to kill all of those who aren't, who don't have the... The name of God on them, like oh wow. So like this guy could be Abaddon the Destroyer, if it's yeah. If, if it's not following Stephen King lore, but if it is, that could be what Pennywise is. They just mm. never touched on it. Yeah, I don't know. There is a theory going around that Bill Skarsgård, uh, his character might be Pennywise, which is an interesting theory, and I'm not sure if it's true because I feel like maybe he, you know, they don't want to connect it like explicitly like that because it's supposed to be castle rock i mean it takes place in Derry, you know so it's not even like the same town but yeah but you know this might be like a different incarnation of pennywise and it might be taking place in castle rock but that just seems so unlikely because it's so like tied to Derry, it just wouldn't really make sense to me so i'm not sure about that that's what the, like the only reason i might think that it's not pennywise because that like entity and the town of Derry just have like this huge history yeah and like it's basically like intertwined you know that's how they describe it when all the characters are like mentally drawn back to Derry. like that's like the source of fucking evil and castle rock is kind of like that too as a town but in like sort of different ways you know yeah like it's not just by like this one entity there's like multiple fucked up things about castle rock so, but if I feel like, I, like that. I, f- I feel like the bad things would happen even if they kept him in the cage, you know, like he yeah. just like wherever he's even kept. That's probably why Castle Rock was so fucked up because he was there and mm-hmm. the, at the bottom. Yeah, I mean, he could have been there forever, you know. So that's a very Pennywise like I mean, thing. He but. was he was just as old as the the warden who locked him up. Mm-hmm. He because he told him he's like you you're young, but I got old. Like, yeah, yeah, implying that there's some kind of potential immortality. Yeah. To Bill Skarsgård's character. Could so. be like a fucking vampire or something. I mean, that's possible. I mean, he's walking around in daylight and shit, though, so I don't know. It's like a super powerful uh, the original, like, old like, vampire. Ri- original vampire lore wasn't like... Yeah, you know, they, they wouldn't yeah. get burned by sunlight and shit. Yeah, like that. that was the Hollywood type thing. Exactly. But 
so I don't know. I mean, we had like uh fucking what what's his name from Salem's Lot. So it's possible. I don't know. Bar- was it Barlow? Yeah, Count Barlow, I think. Yeah. Yep. So I don't know anything's possible. I don't think I've seen any Easter eggs pointing to Salem's Lot yet, but I think we're gonna see like more and more Easter eggs, hopefully, of like different, you know stories and things Hopefully we can peep them out if not we'll just go on youtube like easter yeah. eggs in castle rock i'm sure they have a video <laughs> up already oh yeah there's like articles and shit like that like really up to date like even to today's episode yeah, people, there's some so. people who are more nerds than us like oh yeah like big time i just want to i just want to watch it and enjoy it you know like i'm yeah i mean i like catching like the easter eggs and stuff like as yeah, i'm watching like, it i don't, like I don't necessarily want to i mean i kind of did for like the episode but mm. you know but I, i'm not gonna like just sit there on a normal day like yeah. Castle Rock Easter eggs. Yeah, don't know? be a fucking nerd about it. Yeah, bro. <laughs> like you know, if I'm talking about it on the podcast, but it's I'm so sure. fucking good, bro. It really is really good. It's got an 86 percent uh, right now uh, on Rotten Tomatoes. At least that was as of yesterday. So it might even be more. I don't know. But J.J. Abrams and Stephen King as the executive producers. It's got an all-star cast. Uh, we didn't really talk about the character, this character either, but like. The most explicit, like, Castle Rock connection is with Alan Pangborn. Yeah, I was just thinking about that. The sheriff. Yep. Because um, what was he doing out there when he found Henry? Yeah, right? I don't know. It's Yeah, so he's, like, really connected in a big way. And he's in, like, a lot of the Castle Rock stories. Yeah. As, like, you know, kind of, like, the saving grace, like, the good, you know, character. Um, Seems like an underappreciated character. Henry's kind of a dick to him. Yeah. Just probably because that guy loves his mom. I mean, he's kind of like an anti-hero because, yeah, he's... I mean, he's kind of like, you know, rough on the exterior. And he's like self-righteous. Yeah. He does whatever he thinks is like... Right. He's one of those Because he's a cop, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he thinks that he is the law, basically. Yeah. That's why he fuck... He, like, he he stands up to Bill Skarsgård's character, like... Oh, really? Yeah. It's it's a really good scene actually. It's in uh it's actually at the end of this episode. So I really want you to finish watching episode number five. Oh, I am because the ending is fucking crazy. So, uh, yeah. I mean, I don't really, I don't really know what more to say about it. I really like the just show. Just watch a lot. it. It's it's perfect just in time for the fall. Yeah, and even, like when it's out, when it's like fucking when it gets dark at six o'clock outside and those those gray fucking winter clouds mm-hmm. are there and your fucking leaves are just falling off your trees. Everything's just dying. This this was like in perfect time because it's it's coming, bro. It's, like it's really creepy. It's grim, it's gloomy, and there's this really good mystery. So basically, if you binge watch this show, you're gonna have a great time. It kind of sucks having to wait each week, but it's for a good reason because I think the show is so good and the mystery is so yeah, good. I, I just want to know what happens next. Yeah, I don't want to like binge watch it. You know, like yeah, wait sure. for like the whole season and watch everything. I I like I like waiting those weeks because like. Yeah, it, like that's why they release. It makes TV, you think TV, about it exactly. and theorize and shit, you know. Yeah, and then like yeah. the real episode comes out, and you're either like, "I knew it," or "Holy shit, that's even better than what I thought." Because if we had binged it, then I would already know exactly what happens. You would already know what happens, and then we'd just be talking about the whole show, which is fine. But like, I like debating, waiting like, for it, and theorizing yeah. and stuff. Yeah, I like I like debating our points too. Like, oh, I think it might be this. Oh, it can't be that because yeah. this. And it's like, oh, but what if this? Like, yeah. I mean, do you think it's Pennywise? Do you think it's not Pennywise? Do you think it's the devil or not? Like, who, what do you think Bill Skarsgård's character is? What do you think Alan Payneborn has to do with it? You know, what do you think Henry Deaver has? I don't know. There's just a lot of, like, questions, and I think it's cool. So I want to know what you guys think. You know, let us know what your, like, theories are, what you think of the show so far what you want to see, what you didn't like, whatever, you know, we just want to talk about it. And I'm going to try to like talk about it with people every week. Okay. You know, and just get like, I mean, not like on here necessarily, but you know, on our social media and stuff, I want to talk to people about, you know, what they thought of like the newest episode and like what their theories and shit are and their reactions. I think it'd be fun. Yeah, I'm done. Yeah. So yeah, we're probably going to do that, but let us know what you guys think of it so far. And uh, I don't really have that much more to say. I think it's a phenomenal show so far. I think the acting and the, it, just the mood of the show and the score are just so good. And yeah, I think like, this is like just what I needed, bro. Yeah. Hulu did a fantastic job. Because I'm so like tired of just clicking on random horror movies. Now I got a horror show. Yeah. I finished Stan Against Evil. I, mm-hmm. well, at least what's on Hulu. Yeah. 
And I'm going to start Ash versus, well, I'm going to finish watching Ash versus Evil yeah. Dead. And, but this this is what I'm kind of like, this is like my main like. Oh, this thing is now. this is such a perfect show right now because like it's mid August. Like know, Stranger Things, Halloween. I, I just got done with Stranger Things. Oh yeah. So like, now it's Castle Rock. Castle Rock is great. I just read something that Stranger Things, uh, season three is supposed to be like way darker. Yeah, I read that too. Show. Yeah, than it has been so far. Yeah. yeah. So I'm really excited about that. So I, much I think, good stuff coming out. I think Hulu is doing an excellent job, like competing with uh, Netflix, especially with a show like this. Like it's perfect in time for halloween for fall so yeah i can't recommend castle rock highly enough like i said even if you're not a stephen king fan i think you're really gonna like this show because it's got a lot of suspense a lot of mystery you don't really have to know like stephen king type stuff to just enjoy the show and be like intrigued by it exactly so yeah definitely go check it out but right now we're gonna move on to our very last segment of the episode and it is the chopping block and this week's chopping block is going to be about a little movie called the strangers and we picked this one out because they just added it to netflix it's on the most popular stuff it's trending now and it's a you know new release to netflix so figured might as well bring that shit up and uh i saw this one in theaters way back in the day and i haven't seen it since and uh Watching it again made me realize why I really liked it. This was like a first one of those like people outside in masks, yeah. like home invasion type stuff. I, I think this movie, I would even go so far as to say it's probably genuinely scary too, or like frightening, you know? Yeah. So, I don't know, because I, I just think all of the shots are like genu- like really, like they make you uneasy kind of, you know? Yeah, yeah, it makes you think something's out there. Yeah. Like, it's it's like those type of... Even the one in the house, like, when we first see him in the house, he's, like, standing off in the corner or, like, he walks up or whatever, and then you kind of notice, like, you don't notice initially. Yeah. And then you see him, and you're like, oh, shit, what the fuck? Yeah. You know? And, like, I hope she doesn't turn around, because if she turns around, she's going to fucking die. Uh, the whole movie was fucked up. I mean, it yeah. start Like, so this, this one starts off, like... So, like, a couple, they're obviously distraught. Mm. The guy proposed to his chick, and she said no. And then they're at, like, a family house, and he's like, Hey, buddy, can you... He calls his friend, Can you pick me up from here? Do, 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 do. I don't want to be here. Mm-hmm. So, like, him and his girl start getting into that emotional stuff, and then some blonde chick knocks on their door. He's like, Hey, mm. is Tamara here? No, no Tamara. <laughs> you sure? Positive. Does he actually pronounce it like that? I think it's Tamara. I think she says Tamara. Really? Yeah. What what were you saying? Tamara? Tamara. I thought Tamara? it was Tamara. I know I wasn't. <laughs> I think it's Tamara. No, it was T A M A R A. Yeah, it's Tamara, bro. They pronounce names fucked up. People call you well, I don't want to say your actual name, but people yeah, call pronounce it differently, you know. Yeah. Cuz they're idiots, but you know, whatever. People can't fucking pronounce my name at all, so. Yeah, because your name is very complicated. <laughs> yeah, true. My full name. But anywho, I think it's Tamara, but yeah. Um, you can you can continue. Yeah, she, they, she knocks at the door. Yeah, and then she's like, "Is she there?" And they're like, "No." And she's like, "See you later," which was like, yeah. "That's already like kind of off-putting." Like, yo, mm. don't be weird coming to my house. And the thing is, when he tried to turn on the porch light to look at her face, he couldn't because the mm. light bulb had been unscrewed. Like that—that that was the first sign. I was like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, it was. They—they they were like very methodical. You know, they obviously knew what they were doing. And uh, yeah, they just planned this whole thing. They were creepy as shit. You had no idea why they were tormenting this couple, but they just, like, continually terrorize them until they're inside the house, finally. And, you know, I mean, the, I think the really cool thing is, like, there were really only five characters throughout the entire movie. Well... Right? And you can... I mean, not technically, but his for the friend, most part. His friend who got fucked up. Yeah. Looking Dennis. <laughs> yeah, it was Dennis. Yeah, it was. But other than him, it was really just, like the five characters and it was very isolated and you know things were happening but it didn't really get like graphic or anything until later in the movie but i think that was fine yeah because it was just a very unsettling film in general like yeah, the way yeah. they use light the the camera work i like that there was no no like really motive either mm-hmm. you know what i also kind of noticed there wasn't really like a lot of music i don't think no there wasn't it was just quietness it, was, yeah. it would be like a kick at the front door breaking it actually like made you feel like you were those characters like you yeah. were inside the movie you know because 
it was yeah it was very quiet until like something actually happened and then then you were really caught off guard and movies do that a lot but they do it very like inconsistently like literally just when something is about to happen that's when the music goes off and you know in the second strangers it was like the same villains from the first one yeah that was just their (laughs) that was just their last encounter with someone they shouldn't have like that's kind of fucked up like when you think about it that way it almost makes it feel like it shouldn't be a movie because it's just leading up until like these another guys, movie you know yeah just it's just leading up to these people getting killed off yeah it's like did i really still, have to pray watch at, it pray at night was good i liked it i did like it i think the weird part about that transition is that we still don't really like learn who these fucking characters are i think they so were like almost some, pointless i think they were just some mansonites you know like from them yeah but it just felt like it was like a snuff film <laughs> yeah it really you did really don't learn shit you just see these people get killed and then you don't learn shit in the second movie really I don't know. But anyway, yeah. I do think that if you're interested in watching The Strangers, you should definitely check it out because I think you it's should, a very unsettling film. It's going to make you paranoid about like just oh, yeah. being at home or being anywhere exactly. where you don't know. Someone knocks at your door, you're like, fuck that shit. Yeah, you hear something like outside the window that night and you're like, oh man, I'm, I'm moving out. <laughs> I'm just taking all my shit. Like, you know, if they just didn't, you know, they wouldn't have got killed if they just didn't, an- if they like just left it alone if someone knocked at their door yeah. and they just didn't like answer bro that late at night i would never answer the door unless i saw explicitly that it was like a police officer and there was a police car outside and yeah shit. dude other than that i'm like nah yeah no i'm not opening the door for anybody fuck that even if you showed up on my door i'd be like hey what's up bro i was like out of the window bro, or i wouldn't something. i wouldn't even talk like if anyone's at my door i wouldn't let them know someone's home yeah because then they'll try to fuck with like me. i said if it was you and i knew it was you or something then i yeah, yeah. do that but other than that like i wouldn't even talk to anybody i got you I'd be like, I just pretend that I was like dead asleep. Yeah. Like I'm not waking up for anything. Yeah, fuck that. But in reality, I'm like in bed <laughs> watching like a black and white horror movie. Exactly. Or I don't so, know. Strangers don't know. is like, yeah, it's it's like very real life-ish. Yeah. So like it's nothing really fantasy. Like you're going to shoot the guy and he's going to get back up and come after you. Mm-hmm. It's just three people who just got you surrounded. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it, it's very realistic it's definitely gonna make you paranoid so in my opinion it is not chopped no it's not chopped. you should go to netflix and watch this movie tonight if you want to watch something that's probably actually gonna like make you scared or at least make you like a little nervous at night you know i mean it spawned Um, a lot of knockoffs mm -hmm, jackals uh wolves at the door Mm -hmm. all those manson ask like uh you're next the one with like these masked like even assailants like, with bow and arrows and even stuff. like don't breathe was kind of in that genre kind yeah, of sort, sort of, of yeah. i mean a little bit but uh yeah these like home invasion movies like really picked up steam like pretty recently actually it's, it was after the remake of when a stranger calls mm-hmm. that's when they picked up because yeah. that came out in 06 then strangers came out the next year so this yeah. was like the father of the new eight actually this was like the the first offspring of like mm-hmm. these stranger movies the first was obviously when a stranger calls yeah because like i said i think this was that was 06 and this was 07 mm-hmm. uh, yeah i mean i think at least in like movies the only thing that comes close to as being as scary as like the unknown is like shit that can actually happen in real life yeah just some crazy dude who's yeah. been watching you for two years and uh, after the two years he just decided to kill you for whatever fucking reason maybe saw yeah saw was fucked so that was, that was pretty fucking crazy because, yeah, you totally knew that, like, I mean, it's kind of far-fetched, but you know that that could happen in real life, so. I mean, crazy people exist everywhere in all walks true. of life. Yeah, very true. So, yeah, I definitely recommend that you go check out The Strangers if you have not. And I think Strangers Pray at Night is already out, so, I mean, that I we recommend that one as well. If you haven't listened to our review of that film, you could go check it out. Go check out our show um, archive on sportsradiodetroit.com and you can find that episode uh, but I think with that it's pretty much going to do it uh, thanks for sticking around we're this back episode. we're we back. back it was a bit of a long one because we had some you know catching up to do but we're back and we're going to keep it going on a weekly basis and uh, I think this this weekend we're going to go check out a new uh, newer horror movie maybe Slenderman or, or The Meg or something and Yes. Probably going to give you a review on that next we, week. Because we did the, when we still did the terrifying trailers, we did Slenderman. It looked goofy, yeah. but I'm hearing good things on the Facebook pages and stuff like that. So I hear mostly negative things about it, but I am interested in seeing it because I have heard people say that, like, 
the the psychological and like supernatural elements were pretty good actually mm-hmm. so i'm i'm pretty pumped for it i heard it's not really jump scares it's like atmospheric yeah i love that yeah i mean i like that like, like slender man buzzing like mm-hmm. i just is. don't want him to mess up his character too much but yeah i don't either but if we do check that out you'll be able to um hear our review of that probably next week but if you've seen it let us know what you think and let us know what you think of castle rock the strangers halloween 2 all that stuff we love talking with you guys um as always you can do that via our social media just look up grave discussions on facebook instagram or twitter and of course as always our hosts as well are fantastic and you should go check out all of their shows including ours sports radio detroit you can find them on the same platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Just look up Sports Radio Detroit. And I think that's pretty much going to wrap it up. It is. And who are you? I'm Barnabas. And I am Samael. And we will see you next week on Grave Discussions. <laughs> This has been an SRD production.